Hi, hey, hello everybody, FPL teacher here. Ripping the band aid off quickly by going through Chelsea 3 Wolves nil. Graham Potter irritated the heck out of the online FPL community by not Sterling, by not starting Sterling, Reese James or Aubameyang. Which meant that pandemonium ensued and we will look at how, what Chelsea did to decisively dismantle a Wolves makeshift side emphatically. Call it what you want. Graham Potter's side looked like a 3-box-3 three three in possession once again. But the principles that they had from the first European game against Salzburg largely remained. Many speculated that Ruben Loftus-Cheek would operate in the right wing back spot as Thomas Tuchel employed him during his tenure. But surprise to the surprise of everybody, Aspilicueta was the one on the right wing back spot while Pulisic operated on the left wing back spot as Sterling did against Salzburg. The crucial cogs of the machine here, as usual, are the operators in the left and the right half space. This time round, Conor Gallagher operated on the right, while Mason Mount on the left drifted all the way across to the right side, constantly overloading the zones, those trademark right half space zones, as early as the fifth minute itself. Overloads aside, one of Graham Potter's trademark philosophies is to have players receive the balls without a direct marker confronting them. This is why you never see Potter field symmetrical formations because certain runs have to start from deep in order to avoid certain markers. In this particular case, Christian Pulisic, operating as the quote-unquote nominal left-wing back, was supposed to not escape the eyes of Semedo's attention. So the question comes down to where Pulisic would receive the ball and the answer here especially prominent in the first part, on the second part of the first half, sorry, would be when Mason Mount received the ball in space. The combination of Mount and Pulisic on that left side was particularly prominent, bearing fruit as early as the 20th minute and continuing to show form in the 38th and later on in the second half, while creating for Kai Havertz later at the far post through those overloads on the left side. So the question we're really interested in is, who would benefit FPL-wise moving forward? It seems like no matter what the side is, two out of two now, the movements of Mount and Kai Havertz are essential at creating overloads as well as space for everybody else. In this particular case, Mount and Kai as part of the quote-unquote front three alongside Conor Gallagher bore fruit simply because... Wolves centre-backs had no one in particular to mark. A lot of the chances that Chelsea scored or Chelsea had were drifts from the right flank, overloads on the right flank aimed at no particular central target and instead looping over everyone else and either finding Pulisic on the rebound or Kai Havertz directly drifting onto the far post. Irregardless of tactics, it's safe to say that right now we're just targeting players that can get 90 minutes for Chelsea. So, as it stands, the players that are the most adaptable inside, namely Mountain Kai Havertz, should get priority for investment. Wolves, sometimes you have absolutely nothing going right for you. Ever since sacking Bruno Large, the board of directors 
delayed talks with the new manager. So there was no sign of Sevilla manager Lupategui really even holding talks with the Wolves board until late in the week itself. So with Davis and James Collins at the helm for this match, it was more of a patch-up job as you look at the Wolves bench and all you see are potentially Huang, Mosquera and Cam Campbell able to come on. Oh, sorry, Enuri is part of the bench as well. So it was a relatively conservative, to politely put it, side playing Johnny a left-back, Somedo on the right, and having Mateos Nunes deep in central midfield alongside Moutinho, deputising for the suspended Ruben Neves. Wolves' attacks were few and far between, largely generated by Adama Traore doing his thing, dribbling past like, what, two, three, four players, <sighs> creating chaos almost amounting to nothing as the likes of Goncalo Guedes and Podens rarely had a chance to cross to find Diego Costa. The strange thing about Costa is that he does not place himself centrally to beat centre-backs in the air. He is also the type that drifts to the far post, hoping to be a fullback. Or, in this modern day and age, there is a type of striker that tends to be in line with his centre-back. And as the cross comes in, he just holds his run and pulls back at the last moment, so that any outswingers will nicely fall for his hit. Unsurprisingly, with Johnny on the left and Samedo not really being known for crossing the ball, Diego Costa had zero headed chances, let alone having a sufficient number of crosses to create headers. And the irony here is that a late run into the box by Mateus Nunes was the only highlight of a ball into the box actually found by a penalty box player. So free kicks and corners aside, it's hard to imagine Wolves reliably creating attacks. I mean, Adama eventually created one for Huang in the 70th minute, but that was about all she wrote. More concerning was the fact that Wolves were giving the ball away a lot. Particularly in the first half, they gave the ball away in the 8th, the 21st, the 25th, the 26th. And a lot of these passes that went astray, of course, has to go, has to give credit to Chelsea's pressing traps in midfield. Without the long ball availability provided by Ruben Neves, we had to go short. And it was there. The balls into Mateos Nunes and Moutinho where Chelsea sprang their traps absolutely well. So anyone attempting to target teams that press Wolves down will be in for a slight shock because Ruben Neves will be available next game. And at the same time, honestly, Totti Gomez actually gave himself a good go at centre-back. So it's highly unlikely that we will be broken through through the centre. Rather, it is on the flanks where Johnny, once again, had absolutely no help. While on the right side, Semedo was turned inside out by Christian Pulisic. If this fullback pairing persists, then you will definitely expect goal fests from the wings. But personally, it is very likely that Enori will come back into the side under the new manager. I think it's safe to tell the narrative line here to say that Chelsea were full value for their win over a very disjointed Wolves. Mason Mount's two assists were full value as it is his hard work and roaming ability that brought about the points as well as his three bonus points. So, Really look forward to more of the same from the man 
and it's just a matter of which parts of the pitch he operated in. He did a lot of damage from the left side this game. He did most of it from the last from the right side last game. So who knows what Porter will serve up next? Have your teacher here. Follow and subscribe for the prompt reviews of Saturday's games next up, bringing on the main events of the City and the Spurs games.